1: nails and... Uh, <laughs> uh, wrestle me, Mark! Wrestle me, Peter! Mark was just singing a song about... Uh, keyboards, uh, keyboards, keyboards, what's, what's inside, inside your keyboards? To so the theme of Polly Pocket from the no, 80s. No, keepers. What? Oh, was it keepers. Keepers, it was keepers, keepers, what's inside, what's inside your, keepers? your keepers? What was inside the keepers? Keepers guts. <laughs> <laughs> You'd
0: open up their shell, it would screech. It would... <laughs> And
1: then you'd reach in, and it was all like fucking organs and and stuff. And some organs would be hard, like kind of it's like like keratin, kind of nearly stuff. (laughs) They'd be like soft tissue. Yeah. But then there'd be like hard tissue and and
0: bones. And if if you'd leave them in, (laughs) because you'd say to the kids, leave them in, right? The keeper would. I mean it would live for a few days but <laughs> kids you'd say don't put them in because like, I want to take them out the, the keeper would be going they'd pull out the little <laughs> the bits yeah the guts the little keeper's guts then you'd take the shell back and they'd just go do you know what we're going to fill it up again it <laughs> yeah. was just a frame a, keepers in the wild don't have a hard shell they're just soft they're just soft. <laughs> their organs are on the outside and,
1: and the because oh, it was like a it was like a little kind of sna- is it a snail or something Like a lot of yeah. them were like snails yeah. looking things and you'd have a key to that's right, to unlock, them, right. So think, unlock yeah. their shell. So, yeah. you, so
0: you could get at the guts. Could
1: you jimmy them up?
0: Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah, you so could. Dr- you, could you drill a lock? <laughs> you could go in anyway on a keeper, <laughs> so long as you were strong enough and you were keen enough to get your hands on those innards. Yeah, um, so
1: you go through their eyes. They didn't have. They didn't have any particular style. I mean, like, d- yeah, I it's a d- bit d- of a mess, to be honest. They sl- some of them would be horses. Some of them would be <laughs> little, little rabbits with our, our glasses on. Like, what a mess!
0: I've never ever seen an interview with someone who's gone, "I'm the man behind keepers," <laughs> and nobody's ever been in interested in it until this moment yeah
1: K- K-E-Y P-E-R-S yeah. keepers 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 wrestle uh, basically <laughs> <going> to end <laughs> uh, 220
0: episodes um, it, it's, it's now got to the point where we are discussing forgotten 1980s children uh, which actually leads into our next
1: project
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey who hey, remembers the 80s <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well we do because uh, we're, like, we, yeah, we we're doing we? over on Patreon. Uh, look, hey, what a time travelling thing. Do you know what I did the other day? I what did you do the other I, day. I, Mark? I, I went, do you know what would be a nice thing to be able to do? Right. Is to go how many matches we watched in our WrestleMania Odyssey.
1: Mark, you're a busy man. I know, because I didn't do it.
0: <laughs> and I typed in in Google how many WrestleMania matches have there been. Yeah. I was sure that right. someone would have no, no people one's done it. People do not treat it like a sport to the point where they're just like that. That that does not exist. Well, as because an they
1: did dark matches, and you, do you include those? Do you not include those? Would you yes. include those? Because I mean, there's only like 37. I could go through it. Yeah, I could take half an hour and get it done. I I sort of think some of them had eight, some of them had 12. So
0: I think if you added them up, you've got two nights. So it's effectively 39 WrestleManias because yeah. there's two night okay. ones. So I think it's. I would say just under 390 so let's say 387 and we've
1: talked about every last fucking one of them yes we have even the good ones yes (laughs) we have the good ones that's probably a third you know (laughs) Um, but look
0: this is going to be the last uh, WrestleMe on Main because this is our last time we're going to be on Main we've only got like three Wrestlemania matches left
1: Uh, that makes <laughs> us feel
0: sick a little bit, Mark. What are we, we're going to do with our lives? Well, we've got to wait until WrestleMania rolls around, <sighs> yes. and then just do really long, long shows—weeks we <laughs> and, weeks 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 and weeks and weeks. You know it. Uh, we are we aren't giving up WrestleMe uh, no. by any means. No, I mean no, no, not, no. But what we are doing is we are probably going to be doing less on the main feed. Yeah, we are going to be taking it to the Patreon. There is a simple reason for this: is that the podcasting model doesn't work. <laughs> wrestling fans are uh, better on Patreon. Wrestling and fans uh, are rest- very generous, and I don't think they're aware of how ungenerous like
1: advertisers, advertisers are. and promotions. Nobody wants to advertise on this wrestling podcast.
0: It's worth saying. And- I mean,
1: done this acclaimed
0: podcast that people, you know, are yeah. very, very kind about. Genuinely and, enjoy. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think is probably probably in the top two or three podcasts of all time. Yeah. Uh, easily. Um, along with whatever happened to George Gibney. Serial. <laughs> and, and, and Serial, season two. Yeah. Uh, the one that no one likes. The one that i was um, yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> so pleased with getting out of nowhere whatever happened to George Gibney that I've entirely lost my train of thought um, I'm all saying about how, how great this is um nope, it's gone no right <laughs> the annoying thing is if, is if you listen to this you can just rewind and go oh I know what he's talking about yeah, I yeah. can't do that and I'm, I'm not going to no. So so um, we are going to be talking uh, about Wrestlemania the final three matches uh, that we are that's, going to. That's be not doing. even
1: the, the right name of. The, it's the where is George Gibney? Is
0: it? Yeah, it's not wow. even
1: whatever happened to. It. I think they know been what I'm a doing. a Personal disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
0: Uh, we're going to be looking. I, I, I've, annoyingly, look. I deleted all of my uh, previous notes on this. Okay. So, uh, Wait, look, match number one. Match we're coming <laughs> in on <laughs> Apollo <laughs> Cruz versus the Intercontinental Champion Biggie.
1: Keep listening to this feed. To find out what's happening to WrestleMe. Yeah. Okay. We are, we are ending, we are finishing WrestleMe as you know it. Yeah. But we're going to be starting something new, something more exciting, and something more time intensive because we're idiots. Yes, I know.
0: <laughs> that was the thing. When we talked about what we would do going forward, the big thing that we both had in our head is how can we do this and still make like decent w- wages, right? Yeah. But by doing a lot less yeah. than we do
1: now. But we've somehow managed to come up with a plan that. Means we do twice as much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. cool. I mean I mean we absolutely fucking
0: whiffed <laughs> <laughs> badly. Whiff <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apollo, Crews Apollo Crews. versus the intercontinental champion Big E. Um Apollo Cruz uh is the, the, the wrestler, racistly named after uh, Terry Crews and, oh, Apollo Creed. and Apollo Creed, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh, they, they've really thought about that. It's um, uh he's new, isn't he? To, to my mind, i have never yes, seen this guy. I before. think so.
0: I think he's previously his WrestleMania appearances have been in things like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah. you will have missed him entirely. Um, what he's done here is he's gone from being again a quite sort of anonymous babyface um, to it,
1: doing his dad's accent <laughs> or his mum's accent. That's it. He <laughs> going, has rediscovered
0: his Nigerian
1: heritage, yeah. and that allows him to do the Nigerian voice. I trust him with it, yeah. I just don't trust the WWE with it, with a Nigerian a Nigerian drum fight. I am going to tell you one of the things
0: I find hardest about this, mm. is not doing that voice, because I adore that voice.
1: It's lovely, isn't it's it? It's a lovely accent. so nice. It's a lovely accent. When he does it, I go, ah, lovely. <laughs> lovely. There's nothing more... Honest, and and I understand why people get get taken in by like Nigerian um, spam emails and stuff like that. Because if you ever hear a Nigerian man talk, yeah, they just sound so honest. Oh, it's great.
0: I do hear it, and I do go. This is not your accent, though. You are from uh, America. Yeah, you are an American, and so you are doing it. So I I was sitting there and going. I mean, I should be allowed to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if that's not your actual look, if accent. I can do a French accent if, <laughs> and no one I, complains, if they say that word, why can't I <laughs> shout it to a level? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: I would like to do this. I, I reckon I could do a riff of fifteen to twenty minutes. And, I mean, this will be the last show and it would never go out. Um, well, it's the last, last show, don't worry about it. we got um, if you want more of that, come to the Patreon. Uh Big e is also proud of his heritage, which is being the biggest of E's. <laughs> yes, he, massive he E. Is, he's like a delicious chicken nugget. Massive E. Um this, yeah, as you say, Nigerian drum fight. Mm. Um Very much the modern equivalent of the coal miners glove match, this. Mm. Where they never explain what it is. There has never been one before. Yeah. Has
1: there been one again? No. it just went a pile of cruisers around.
0: No. uh, What it is, it doesn't involve the drums. And that's annoying. Yeah. So they just go, it's a Nigerian drum fight, which Mm. means no count out or no disqualification. Right. Well, uh, involve a drum.
1: (laughs) Get get a drum in there
0: somewhere. Involve
1: a drum, because otherwise have the drums just constantly. It's just an ODQ match in this. <laughs> it's just an ODQ match.
0: In my country, I, I'm not doing the voice, like, you see. My- <laughs> in my country, we would call that a Nigerian drum fire. Yeah.
1: Oh, why don't oh, we think more about what that could be? Why would you say Nigerian then? Yeah, We'd say I would- exactly. A drum. Is you call it a drum, it's wouldn't a, it's you? A, it's, it's a drum, it's a drum, it's a drum. drum. <laughs> um,
0: Would you like to hear some interesting facts about drums? I I think I would. A lot of cases of anthrax come from people who have imported African drums with animal hides on them. Mm. Um, It's uh, it's a a big deal. Uh, The first case uh, happened in Florida in 1974. Um, uh, It was a bongo drum that came from Haiti and had given the drummer uh, a a dose of anthrax. Right. Um, uh, A a fatal case happened in Scotland as recently as 2006. Wow. uh, Where the chap had bought a uh, contaminated hide drum Mm. from West Africa. Um, I don't want to be the podcast that's telling you if you want anthrax how to <laughs>
1: get it to, to i saw all this on reputable sites <laughs> this is the bbc's fault not mine uh, i mean you've got i mean i think the way that you get that anthrax inside your body though you've really got to beat that drum hard so yeah if you're in a bank or, <laughs> it's really hard to get someone to imbibe that isn't it really well everyone will hit a drum if they see it <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you left so, it in a yeah, bank yeah, yeah. someone
1: would go oh, i'm getting that Bloody good pound. They have killed a lot of people through anthrax, but probably the least offensive bongo (laughs) I've
0: ever heard. Because they are horrible to listen to. Look, all I'm saying, Pete, is that Mm. people who make or play animal hide drums Mm. should mention that they do that to a doctor if they develop a fever
1: or skin lesions.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay, I know this seems like, you know, we've been doing this show a lot, since episode one, I've really mm. wanted to get that message out. Yeah, sorry, Mark. So, I've
1: not given you that opening. I
0: just feel like you know it wouldn't. I would have been very disappointed if we come to the end without giving that important animal hide okay. warning. Um, it would are. have been good if that's what Apollo Cruiser turned round and sort of gone. What's so Nigerian drum fight? Oh, it's just a normal it's just one. An
1: awareness it's full and awareness.
0: And <laughs> <cramps>. <laughs> <laughs> um, out he comes. Uh, the problem with this match is that up until this point in his career, and he's probably three years into his WWE career, mm. um, Apollo Cruz has just been treated like a, a low mid-carder. Mm. So suddenly now he's got a title match against Big E, who has never been more popular. Um, so... <sighs> I mean, credit to Apollo Crews. He's been given the ball and he really, really runs with it. Yeah. Nobody talks about this match at all. Nobody's ever said, oh, you know, it's a great little match. It is a great little match. Oh, look, nobody,
1: nobody mentions it. And Nigeria in general just rocks up for no reason. He it does. Fighting. That ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, again, I don't trust anybody with this. And the commentators give us nothing again. They, they are terrible in this WrestleMania. They really are. And there's an annoying thing about this WrestleMania. Uh, a lot of the times when they're
0: almost like, and you won't want to miss Raw tomorrow night, where you can find out yeah. what this is because we've left you hanging. Yeah. And it's just, don't use WrestleMania. WrestleMania
1: is the, the end big point. It's thing. It's
0: Christmas. Not the start. Nobody is um, a Boxing Day. Uh, very, very annoying. They do batter each other with sticks in this. Um, and there's a lovely bit where Big E is, beating the shit out of Apollo (laughs) Crews with a stick. And he just turns to Corey Graves. uh, He's at the announcer's table. And he just goes, this is what you wanted, Graves! (laughs) Carrying on the thing that Big E has a personal dislike of Corey Graves. For months before, during (laughs) lockdown, he'd been whipping his jacket at Corey Graves. On one occasion, knocking him out of his chair (laughs) with the force of his jacket whip. Um, I love that thing of just having... A fan favourite who everybody loves who has got it in for one person singing yeah, I who's love it. Clearly that. a bell-end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the right person to choose. Yeah, definitely. Um they use a gong at one point. Um not which, not you're in gong. Uh, <laughs> Nigerian gong. I am I'm glad there is use of a drum. Yeah. It should have been part of it. It should have been you have to Knock your opponent into the gong 10 times. That would have been, that's exactly what Dusty Rhodes would have come up
1: with. Oh, yeah, bong the gong with the head. Yeah, bong the gong, daddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, just gotta bong the gong. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, this is a, uh, uh, just great up until the end. Yeah. Big E does a spear to the outside. So sort of Apollo Cruz is on the outside of the ropes and Big E just jumps all the way through mm. I mean that really is one of those moves that looks like the least enjoyable thing to <laughs> put yourself in so big. to either deliver or take <laughs> I mean the, what's really funny about the way that Biggie does this one is he dives into Apollo Crews and he grabs round Apollo Crews' legs as they go and you can see Apollo Crews desperately trying to get his legs out of the grip yeah. so he can at least sort of go like and land in yeah, a yeah, controlled yeah. way and Big E for some reason has clamped down on that <laughs> no, no You're going down like a fucking skittle, right?
1: (laughs) You don't have any choice. And this is kind of Biggie's kind of hometown show, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he
0: comes out, again... The fucking booking on this, mm. but he comes out wearing a um uh, a, a, a sort of a tabard mm. coat. What's that called? Like a jerkin? I yeah, don't know. yeah. And on the back of it, it says um, uh, "Feeding Tampa Bay," mm. and he's it's a charitable thing that he's you know involved in. He is played to the ring by Wale, who plays "Feel the Power." Um, Wale loves wrestling. Big, big wrestling fan. Yeah, 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 he hosts. Uh, he hosted a few uh, WrestleMania weekend shows called Wale-mania and when they bring him up, they give him the wwe logo instead of the w in his name mm. that's a sort of dream come true for him and what they've given here is they've given big e everything you need he's he's charitable he's good he's over he's got wale playing him in you know who's a grammy winner he can do everything he needs to do in the ring mm. he is on an upward spiral the fans love him and they give him five minutes <laughs> and he fucking loses <laughs> it, i mean just perverse <laughs> yeah a perverse decision um with a match like this, I mean, I mean, there's a bit where Apollo Crews does a Uranagi onto the ring steps with Big E, which is just devastating. Mm. This is one of those matches that they, if if I was booking, it's so annoying when you hear people doing that, if I was booking after the event, I'd make it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I did watch this and I just sort of thought this was the chance for Big E to become a bigger star. Mm. And that's what you need. Apollo Crews, you can make him a, a mid-carder, you mm. can make him a high mid-carder, but, What's that going to mean in the grand scheme of things? Mm. When you've got someone like Big E who is on the cusp of becoming a megastar, just keep pushing that motherfucker. Mm. Just keep on pushing him. He is the champion at the time of recording, which is uh, November. They've given him the belt. They're, they're pushing him well now. It just seems amazing that at this WrestleMania, they didn't know that within the year he'd be the champion, at which point you don't have him lose a Nigerian drum fight to a guy who's in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale just yeah. a 12 months ago. Yeah. Um, in comes commander Aziz. It's commander Aziz. It's Commander Aziz. It's Commander Aziz. We don't find out his name
1: uh, until uh, the following raw. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the commander. The com- as I said before, oh shit. The camera angle fucks it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that bit is just so shit. Absolutely so shit. In the old days, when you used to have a running that was a surprise running, it
0: would be someone that the audience recognised from yeah. another federation.
1: Or the commentators could at least give us a little bit of information about who it might be. Completely and why he's got why he's getting involved. <laughs> They've got this stupid thing of
0: going, we don't want this to look fake because if the commentators went, "Isn't that Commander Aziz?" Yeah, you'd go, "Well, how did they know? Because you never seen him before." Yeah, this is a fucking guy dressed as a military Nigerian general <laughs> running into the ring at WrestleMania, and he's six nine. <laughs> I should imagine he's a signed wrestler with a company. Yeah, you don't,
1: I, you know, Commander I Commander Aziz, Commander Aziz, you really messed this up, Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz
0: had been recently uh, before this WrestleMania taking part in Raw Underground, where he was playing a, a big underground fighter uh, who was managed by Shane McMahon or a sort of pet project of called Dabakato. Um Why they just went, oh no, this is all shit. And they went, do you know what? They said to him, what's your heritage, Commander Aziz, stroke Dabakato, And he'd gone, well, I've got, uh, my mum's from Poland. And they'd gone, <laughs> uh, not good, not good. No, we can't have Where, that. Where's your dad from? And he'd gone to Nigeria. And they'd gone, sorry, what? Bang. Fucking brilliant.
1: Because you can't have a black Polish person, can you? No. can't have it. No.
0: No. And you can't have a Nigerian drum fight without two Nigerians. <laughs> no, exactly. In he comes. What a stinker of an ending. Mm. WrestleMania, again, uh, this is not the place to sort of do swervy shit mm. you know this should have been a night where everyone is cheering because Big E has won on the biggest stage of them all instead Big E has been cheated out of a win and I, I, there's a big new guy who I've never seen before but I'm supposed to have an emotion for one way or another yeah. what stupid thing to do <laughs> <laughs> very disappointing um, the next match Asuka versus Rhea Ripley.
1: Oh, that was... I can't remember how I felt about this one, to be honest. I I I know how you (laughs) felt because it involved Asuka.
0: Oh, Asuka. Asuka is just brill. I absolutely adore her.
1: I, she is the favorite, joyful. The best bit of this, sh- I, I do know how I feel like this because I found my nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she goes, at the start of the way she goes, you are overconfident. Ah, <laughs> it's my favourite bit. I've only
0: asked a bit recently. I love the way that the uh, when she's actually introduced to the champion, mm. they say, and you're reigning women's champion. She speaks along with it. But even though she's heard it a lot, she still doesn't quite know what no, it is. No, 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 But
1: she doesn't care. It's, it, it, this match is, is, is really good because mm. uh, Asuka and, and Ripley. Ripley is just so kind of rangy and tall. Yeah. And Asuka is just this little brute. As- it's, fant- it's a wonderful mix.
0: Asuka's I love it. amazing. And watching mm. this match, I am, I'm not a huge fan of Rhea Ripley. I find her sort of pedestrian. And the reason I find her pedestrian is she she wrestles a very WWE style. Mm. Um, she wrestles a big man stroke a big woman style. Someone who's tall and uses their size to dominate. Whereas Asuka is unlike anybody else. She just works the beat of her own drum. Yeah. You, if she was just a black Japanese amorphous drum. blob. <laughs> <laughs> if she was a black amorphous blob like on television, they, they, they digitized her out. Yeah you could still work out it was Asuka because yeah. of the way she moves and the and the moves she she performs. I absolutely think she becomes better with every passing year. Mm. She seems totally at ease in any situation and she's able to get a match out of anyone that still is really based around her and not her opponent. Mm. Um, she is the answer. I mean, I, I she changes over the years as well in her own unique way, but she doesn't look or seem to take like influence from anybody else it's just <laughs> no. ask her it was like what if the woman who comes out of the tv in the ring films was also a manager of claire's accessories and got a lot of stuff free out she comes i mean she is and it's strong words this but for me she is one of the the most perfect superstars of the modern era mm. there are elements there of people throughout wrestling history who are great you got bit of Rey Mysterio, you've got a bit of Rock and Roll Express, you've got a bit of Sensational Sherry, you've got a bit of Bill Nakano. And it is, I think, impossible for anyone to watch wrestling, whether they're a fan or not, to not watch her and find her both beguiling and really memorable. Mm. I think she's, she's so good as well that even when she's in a match like this where she's supposed to, in some way, be the bad guy because they want everyone cheering Rhea Ripley, who is going to be the new hero. You... You just find that the audience immediately side with her. Yeah. And the longer the match goes, the more behind Asuka they are.
1: She, she carries
0: the my interest character. in a lot of these WrestleMania series. She really does.
1: <laughs> she she's, she
0: just seems to be someone who is entirely... Uh, she isn't contaminated with that straightforward WWE style. Cookie that, cutter kind of stuff, that you, yeah. That you can basically sort of go, they're all a bit like Miz. Mm. And Asuka is the furthest thing from Miz Mm. in WWE. Yeah. I think she's so, so wonderful. Oh at one point she's just outside the ring and she just goes (laughs) Wow And I love her freedom the fact that you know no one said to her go out and do that or she said when i go out of the ring
1: can I just do a weird scream <laughs> like a sort of injured animal from a folklore you know she's not it, but it doesn't seem like over overconfidence it doesn't seem like <laughs> overconfidence it it seems like just that's just who she wants to be and who she does Yeah, and yeah it's just wracking.
0: it's thrilling it's thrilling mm. to see someone be the very best Asuka that they can be. Um, be more Asuka. The crowd start booing uh, Rhea Ripley who is supposed to be the big you know, fan favourite. Mm. Um, she, she begins slapping Asuka on the back of the head when she's on the canvas mm. and she's, uh, Rhea Ripley is Australian. I can do that one. It's not like Nigeria. <laughs> she, she begins going hey Asuka, are the best you got? Did the best you got? <laughs> uh, and the crowd start booing and there's a moment there where I don't watch it and go that's arrogant. I go that's stupid yeah that's not understanding the role of the baby face in the match I don't think she's at that point because obviously she's going to win this belt she's not at that point of going I'm registering the crowd are going against me so I'm going to go full blown heel and we'll get something out of this you don't really do that on your own off your own bat at at Wrestlemania
1: WrestleMania. (laughs) but what she's doing I'm going to be a bad guy how are you going to chase this little fly I'm going to do a shit (laughs) in in the middle of the ring I'm going to cut my top open and then I'm going to pull out my bellies
0: (laughs) is that a heel thing I don't know I'm a belly man now and and then I'm going to reach in and pull out my ribs <laughs> chomping on them oh god keepers um, <laughs> keepers us, keep us. <laughs> the, the problem with that is what it says is it says that you uh, she is not aware of what a baby face should be doing yeah and that is a that's,
1: that's the first lesson you should get surely it no? really is don't it's do the, bad things don't
0: do bad things yeah I, I, I mean ugh, that is annoying don't be a bully there's an accidental three count as well which happens yeah. where um, Asuka is uh, on her on her back Uh, and being folded up and what Rhea Ripley is going to do is pick her up and just sort of toss her over her head Mm. and she's got her on the floor and the ref goes one, two and Rhea Ripley starts to pull her up it's you know difficult and Asuka's still down and there was a really annoying thing for me there it's not so much that you go oh there was a three count the ref didn't count it clearly wasn't but it was like if you had her down for a two anyway as a wrestler, why would you go, I've got them down for two, now I'll throw them over my head? <laughs> You'd keep with the going for the three. Yeah. And it's just bits like that that I was like, oh, I I'm, don't buy the Rhea Ripley thing. Mm. What is funny is at this point of WrestleMania, she'd been built for this month after month after month. And this was the obvious place for her to be in the card. Six months later, after this WrestleMania, where we are now, it seems bizarre that she was ever in that position. Right. Since then, she's now stuck in a tag team. She's you know, losing matches all the time. She's moving further down the card. And it will seem in years to come, people will look at that and go, why on earth was Rhea Ripley in this, in this match? It, yeah. And why was she beating Asuka mm. for the title? It doesn't really make any sense. The other thing that's very annoying about it is she wins with her Riptide finishing move, which is a uh, a move that's known as a pump handle slam. And that's a move that you've seen loads over 15 years. And it's one of those moves that isn't like a devastating move. Mm. It's quite often used as a transition. And so to see her sort of like, that is my finishing move. It's a bit like if you had your finishing move was a vertical suplex. Right. And then you were like, oh, now I pin people with it. A bit like, oh. <laughs> he know, is that. where yeah. it's just like you know it's just a thing um uh when rhea ripley's holding up the belt as well she 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 looks a little bit like princess diana <laughs> even though she's so dressed like makeup. hellraiser right. yeah she's got a slightly sort of like sad-eyed Aww. princess diana look and, and that didn't really endear me so much <laughs> uh, look, the trivia bits on this uh, rhea ripley is only the second woman in wrestlemania history to work um Uh, singles matches back-to-back on WrestleManias, which is amazing when you think, you know, about how long it's been going. Yeah, Um, The first one she had was against uh, Flair the previous year, and then she has this one against Asuka. The only other woman to have previously worked consecutive singles matches uh, at WrestleManias was Trish Stratus, who uh, did at 21 and 22 against Christy Hemi and Mickie James, respectively. Right. Um, That is uh, Mickie James, of course, one of the the great matches that WWE edited after Mickie James did a... um, a
1: rude move. A rude, rude move. Oh, a
0: big rude she, move. We're not talking about it on the last Naughty episode. Bringing move. the mood rude, down. What did you is. think of Maria R- Ripley? How do you feel about her? Do you look at her and go, "Oh, she's like someone we used to have at XFM." Just as a, <laughs> a, as a um, moved on quite quickly. Yeah, Had a, yeah. Hugely into um, who is it? New Year's Day. I think. New, New Year's in.
1: Day. Yeah. Oh, I, d- oh, yes, that's I did it, watch
0: yeah. that, and I did. They they play that, and I was like. This sounds exactly like the sort of quite bad metal you got in two thousand and five. I think. That, I think. So how is it not moved on?
1: But that band, I think the it's the lead singer of another band doing the theme rather than their their band. And I didn't realize It's one of those kind of like Hollywood rock bands. Yeah, where they okay. like they play the strip every every night and they play whiskey a go go or whatever. Like, uh, I don't know what this is. This is just a fucking carnival. Uh, just, I've got, I have nothing to say about this. I um. I I don't I don't I don't, I don't buy.
0: Oh, uh, Halloween, Rhea Ripley uh, put a lot of, like, photos on Twitter. Uh, she's really into horror. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she she's got like uh, pictures in her house, so she'd yeah. be dressed as like a Freddy Krueger, right? Yeah. Or whatever. And they're all really into Chucky or uh, the, the female uh, wrestlers at the minute. Yeah. There's lots of photo shoots with them with Chucky and at Halloween not Chucky themselves. No. Uh, no. Halloween. Uh, one of the wrestlers, uh, uh, Sari, she dressed as as Chucky. Right. But Liv Morgan did a thing holding the Chucky doll and stuff <laughs> like that. And for me, I'm like, that is like, like that is. You, you, do you know which case I'm talking about say again which that, that, that to me is like the video nasty case that, yeah. they, that, that was brought up and cited a lot of the time in the murder of James Bulger
1: right okay. and for yes, me yes I remember that, that. is yes. like the
0: one horror trope and I know they're Americans yeah. they don't know about this but for me that is like inextricably linked with that and every time I see it I sort of go that's fucking disgraceful <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that is absolutely unacceptable uh, I guess so Yeah, a, a
0: cultural difference
1: yeah they but- do so, they, yeah you do see that sort of thing on like everyone's got the same fucking costume on Instagram there's only like three mm. pools they seem to pull from yeah. it seems,
0: uh, Rhea Ripley's house which is in the background of some of her Halloween photos mm. I'm, not, I'm not peering I'm not appearing. it's peering. very much like I have you know, found it on it. Google Maps <laughs> she's got things just like just having a look she's got quite cheap like Hamden market sort oh, of like, like uh, spats with a, right. you know, uh, a candle in it Yeah, but then she have a pentagram on the wall it's everything. like the sort of set it's like you'd... 23 <laughs> you know it's not a fucking lifestyle choice being a satanist right <laughs>
1: you'll yeah, get over it yeah you'll be like Emily Move Booth on. doing doing, <laughs> like, doing like channel 5 shows about compendiums about spooky films yeah it's. I mean I did look at it and I did
0: sort of think you are wasting your money on a load of old shit <laughs> I really did and I thought you know please save your money I know there's yeah this stuff does not look expensive it looks dirty yeah, yeah. but I was just don't buy all this silly nonsense horror <laughs> stuff old man sitting in his podcast telling millionaire female performers in their 20s what they should and don't shouldn't buy with their hard earned <laughs> money what a did! De- I'm glad this show is coming to an end it's disgraceful <laughs> you are overconfident <laughs> they then do a little recap of the Orton versus Fiend match because clearly they thought it was going to be such a sensation oh god yeah didn't they that they Um, that they had no idea we would never ever want to see it again (laughs) Um, they it's misplaced confidence that this was going to be great and Mm. uh, here it is we see it twice on the same night and the commentary uh, script in this is fascinating for me because the whole thing is geared towards them saying how dominant The Fiend was and how Randy Orton could do nothing and then the last line they have to go and then Randy Orton won and that was because this match was changed pretty much on the day right today It's been in the news that Bray Wyatt, there's been some... Obviously, he's been doing some, you know, slight sort of like surreptitious interviews recently. But they've said that one of the reasons his contract came to an end with WWE was because he was very outspoken about his direction and the creative um, plans. And most of it stemmed from the WrestleMania match that he said, I was then told I was going to lose, or he's been reported as saying, I've been told I was going to lose, but there was no direction. There was no reason for me to lose when I came back unless there was a plan and there was no plan and the more he complained about that it seems the more Vincent Mann went this guy is stinking up the joint with doing all my ideas exactly how I ask him to and that was the reason he was he was fired so it, it, even watching that little bit the other night I was like wow this is like this isn't a thing where you know, they just misjudged it as well. Mm. You actually go, God, this this little bit here. You're watching the highlights of the reason why Bro Wyatt's career is over. Yeah, you know, in WWE, he will go on to something great, I'm sure, going somewhere. <laughs> and it will be better done. It will just yeah. be better done. Um, Hulk Hogan Pete is back he's with back. Titus. He's having a dance. Oh yes, Titus has a big thank you uh, to the fans at the stadium. He he really reads that off the autocue <laughs> like it's the first time he's seen it. It's in, in weird uh... order uh, and out. Al- Comes Bailey. And yes, she can talk in a way that neither Titus or Hogan manage at all. <laughs> she is she is so used to being in an arena yeah. over the last seven years that she can just come out with total confidence and just deliver. And she
1: shouts over, and she she knows that she needs to project a little bit, and she can't. You yep. can't just mumble. You've really got to throw. Facials in there, you got, you know, you got, you've got to work hard. Put the energy back in yeah. the room,
0: you know, and she does that really well. I'm not a fan. Such a better of, horse than both of us, isn't she? And she should have been <laughs> the she host been the She's horse. a current star. She's also not racist. <laughs> uh, not talking about Titus um, and <laughs> But what, what I'm not keen on this brief period where Bailey looks like a sort of a, a sort of Jewish chat show host mm. from the
1: 80s because so, I don't because I don't know where this has come from. I presume this is a long-standing thing, but th- this is really. the first it's time we've seen quick. this character. They gave her a talk show segment called "Ding Dong Hello." Right? Okay. Right. So ding, she's ding Dong don- Hello. Kind of, she's just she's. Maureen Lippmann. Yeah. The Maureen the Lippmann. Or Sally Jesse like- Raphael, if you yeah. remember her.
0: There's a weird sort of s- subsection of women she looks like, and they all do look identical. They've all got the same clothes, and glasses, yeah. hairstyle. And I don't quite know what it is. What it is. But, I mean, I, I just... I don't know why she didn't get a match on this WrestleMania. At this point, she isn't injured or anything. They just decide not to do her, and then they again they're probably thinking, "Well, she'll be doing stuff with Hogan and the NWO, mm. and that will be good." But all they do is humiliate her, yeah. And that is what you don't do with your active stars. If mm. you'd have you ever had Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then you're like, oh, we've brought back, I don't know, fucking Salvatore Belomo. <laughs> and Salvatore Belomo
1: comes in. Patreon.com/fxwrestleme. <laughs> forward slash wrestle me. That is why that. he's on my mind. Maniac. If
0: um, uh, <laughs> he'd have come back and Stone Cold had gone, what are you doing, you big f- track of shit? <laughs> and Salvatore Belomo had just punched him and Stone Cold had laid on the floor and Salvatore Belomo had gone, mm, that's a punch! <laughs> and ran away. Yeah. That, that is what they're doing with Bailey here. Yeah. And it's so stupid. They do it because... <laughs> what happens is out come the Bellas. Mm. The Bellas have been inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, at this WrestleMania, along with RVD, uh, Molly Holly, the great Carly, a true legend. Um, (laughs) A true treat for the eyes. Ozzy Osbourne, who appears on a photograph. He's not even going to in the Zoom at this stage. Um, Eric Bischoff, um, Rich Herring. don't know where I am. A backstage man. (laughs) Help me. Gets the Warrior Award. And Kane. I'm getting taken advantage of, (laughs) Sharon. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just a money tube now. Oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a, the, the 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 post the Osbournes, everyone was like it's really fun.
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem fun anymore. If you want go back and watch the Osbournes, and I work for a station that's doing the kids from the Osbournes, oh, Yeah. doing a spooky spooky house looking for spooks uh-huh. in a house. Uh-huh. And uh you do look back at the Osborne, and you say, he was like he was just a man who's brain jelly God, not brain go, brain not going, going well, Not going well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, this this is always. It is a funny thing now when you see
1: the cut of the bits where you see he's just scared. That's
0: he's scared, (laughs) scared a lot of the time. The worst thing about when you see Ozzy Osbourne now (laughs) is you go, I don't know how this is going to go, and the unpredictability of it is so unnerving. Um, I don't, I don't like
1: it. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Don't like. He shouldn't be put in the no PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: How come the bellows? <laughs> How come the bellows? Um... Again, I mean, this is WWE believing that <laughs> people who come to see WrestleMania are going to cheer the Bellas over Bailey yeah. over legitimate fan favorite yeah. cult heroine yeah. Bailey. Yeah. Um, they do not deserve to be booking wrestling with <laughs> angles like this. They they just don't. Um, the crowd boo the shit. we out of the Bellas when they begin beating up Bailey, mm. and they really boo. And there is Bailey rolling down the. You know, have we sacrificed the hardest worker of the you know no crowd era? Yeah, just so that we can have a fucking two second shot of Nikki Bella grinding on Hulk Hogan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that worth sacrificing? When you say it like that, for? Mark? Yes. <laughs> there was a, um, actually in this very room uh, a, a mate who uh, lives in New York. He's a comedian, uh, and he uh, he went on two interviews for a writing job. at you mm. um, at where, where's the? Where's the? He was talking. Talk, he was talking about the Connecticut, uh, the building. Where yeah, they, he said, Titan there's Tower. A, there's a big Andre the Giant, I think. Um, and he's no interest in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and he got through two rounds. I was of about it. to say he's yeah. probably done really well. Yeah, yeah. And because they don't like, because think it's SNL and they don't like people who like wrestling. Yeah. And he said. It was the weirdest thing because uh, I met some of the writers. And, like the usual writing room, just fucking T-shirts and really suits. Just yeah. everyone's wearing
0: suits. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> there was a really famous story that someone on the WWE writing team uh, had won an Emmy for uh, a show they'd done. Yeah. And they came in as a joke. They were like, they sat down and they went, Oop. oh, here? Oh, embarrassing, you know, and popped the Emmy on the table. Yeah sacked immediately
1: <laughs> sacked immediately and brilliant it, it how is, dare
0: you it's a strange environment World, yeah. jesus
1: christ just can imagine. imagine writing Mac- like having to please vince mcmahon's kind of yeah very 1980s carny test. yeah with gags gags are so subject- i i can i could
0: make Good it work do you know what i'd do i'd go what wouldn't i like to see i'll pitch that but I'm going to add the fact that you go going at the end he farts <laughs> and Vince McMahon would just be this fucking guy gets it this guy fucking gets it
1: yeah will it be a Nigerian drum no <laughs> I
0: love it <laughs> uh, and then Nicky Bella and he'll go yeah yeah and I'll, I'll just give him a wink I'll go you know like that you go, I do, I do.
1: I always know I'm Vince uh... McMahon. I'm on the Instagram doing rip curls.
0: <laughs> I would hate that.
1: <laughs> um, there's a little
0: advert that, that follows here, and it's an advert for. Uh, uh, they "Here's the documentaries that are coming up." Mm. When they moved to Peacock, they were just like, "Fuck this shit." They had no interest in in doing anything. Mm. They fired the guy who had made some of the most acclaimed documentaries they'd made in recent years. And the documentaries were a really, really key part of the appeal of the network. Yeah, Um, Apart from, you know, obviously the the archive. The documentaries were great. Fresh content, it would come up. They have the advert for this one about the superfan, Vladimir, who was a guy who was there all through the 80s and 90s, always in the front row. Yeah, A sort of tall, rangy guy with glasses, thick glasses. And you'd see him in all the early WrestleManias. decided to make a documentary about him called Superfan. nice nice idea brilliant idea mm. and it was all about his love of wrestling mm. and it's never appeared and it's still there in this fucking trail where you go it was made it was finished and they're just like we don't do that anymore <laughs> don't i i that is now the great holy grail in wrestling for me
1: oh, i was next to kevin nash's uh corvid film <laughs> yes, which yeah. the trailer dropped uh, today <laughs> oh, amazing oh, 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 what it it I, It doesn't look as fun. It looks too... They've they've aspired to be something good. Oh, no. Uh, But it's not in a funny way. Oh, no. It's in a semi-professional way. Oh, God. And the lighting's good, the script writing is terrible, and the actors are shite, but manageable, Uh, uh, not embarrassing. It's kind of like... I I mean, look, like Money Plane. You'd look at Edge's Money Plane, and (laughs) you'd go,
0: that seems like it could be quite good, but it wasn't, and it was perfect in a shit way. Yeah, It was the the best yeah. bad film. Mm-hmm. And I know people go, oh, oh it's, such, it's so bad, it's good. And you watch those films and you're normally like, this is just fucking bad. Yeah, Money playing is so bad, it's good. Yeah, It's yeah, 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 such yeah, yeah, a sweet spot. Yeah. How can Kevin Nash's <laughs> I've Got to Kill Covid Bats film I think, not be unbelievable? I think
1: one of the things, somebody, I, I watched the trailer but I didn't get that sense. But it sounded like he and certainly on the IMDb, IMDb they've updated the, uh, the, 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 the the plot effectively yeah. and it says Kevin Nash is going in to shoot homeless people <gasps> to stop the COVID-19 outbreak. I mean I'm I mean, not so I'm that not, sounds good I'm but am not the tra- disappointed but the, tra- that but the trailer but the trailer doesn't give me Finally, what I need someone has the is, balls to say has it. the balls to say you know what
0: we should do we should <laughs> work out COVID restrictions the easiest <laughs> (laughs) way to make keep everyone safe is to shoot the homeless. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> amazing you see? oh that, that is the ones who good. live outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> god fuck Kevin Nash. Uh, the other documentary Nigh. that they have
0: made and that's never come out and it was all scheduled and they were basically two days before they were like oh we're, we're gonna put it on a later date It's one about lex luger right and that would have been really the return of lex luger to the sort of wwe world um uh, obviously he had problems with uh drugs with substance abuse mm. uh with the law and he was also sort of um, you know, interviewed uh, when Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, mm. who was living with them at the time, yeah. uh, died of a drugs overdose. So they have always kept him very much at arm's length. Those two documentaries seem to me like the missing, that, that holy grail, in the same way that for years, you know, it was Bret Hart versus Tom McGee and that finally mm. surfaced. This is one of those slightly worrying things where it's locked inside WWE and it would be difficult to work out whether or not it's ever going to come out, see the light of day. And mm. seeing that little bit in that WrestleMania, I was like, oh, fuck, I want to see that so badly. yeah, So badly. Oh, super fan. Oh, pl- oh please, <laughs> please. Give me it. Um, and then we get to, Pete, the main event, not just the main event of this WrestleMania, the main event of the last three years of Wrestle Me, the podcast, Pete. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, amazing. Amazing change in three years, huh? You know. <laughs> what do you mean as in there was a giant pandemic wasn't there yeah right in the middle yeah, of it yeah, 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 yeah. Um, personally I had a baby a yeah. year in That's, uh-huh. Uh that seems like a, quite a big thing I bought a house you bought a house <laughs> you moved in with your partner yeah yeah Yeah, I um probably did something good as well <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. you got your houses rendered
0: Yes. Paint rendered fr- in front of your house. Uh, yes, and yeah. I fell into my house off the scaffolding. Yes. Um I mean that is a this has been a, a monstrous trip. Yeah.
1: A monstrous yeah. trip. <laughs> the word monster. <laughs> monster. i still worked I would lost my job apps at Absolute Radio. Yeah. Left Absolute radio. That's right. I uh I, I became vegetarian. Yes,
0: you did. Right. And I yeah. gave up smoking. Yeah. That's all and- been through WrestleMe. Become I mean, you, you
1: painfully woke. Ruined your, ruined your computer with vape juice. With vape juice, yeah. yeah.
0: They don't tell you that when you give up smoking. What that you will ruin, you your, will ruin your Mac <laughs> with vape juice, and then you'll have to come up with a weird daisy chain of keyboards, keyboards and USBs. And- <laughs> um, it's they should mention that. um This is the main event. It's Roman Reigns, the uh, WWE champion, versus. Uh, um, I always get his name wrong. Now he's gone yes, back to his other one. Daniel Bryan. Yep, Daniel Bryan, yep. Versus Edge. Brian Danielson. He's now him? Brian Danielson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the combinations of Bryans and Daniels with the Suns, because it could be Bryanson, um, yeah. I find almost impossible now to get right. Yeah. Um, Vince McMahon had panicked about, basically about this match. The main event was set to be Roman Reigns versus Edge. Mm. Who did,
1: had... did we need the third guy? Did we need a little. Our third <laughs> three men stuff is the triple threat and ever good? I can't remember I, it,
0: but... It's a bit of a spread bet. I mean, mm-hmm. what happened here was. Uh, Vincent Mann just before this match, had, had a couple of wobbles. One of the wobbles was, when we go back in front of a crowd, mm. we don't actually know how they're going to react to either heel Roman Reigns or good guy Edge. And there was a possibility that when they came back out, everyone would go, oh, yeah, no, we hate these two. Yeah. W- what is this? Um, they just didn't know. Mm. And so Vincent Mann also had seen Edge on a Raw and suddenly thought, Edge looks very, very old. He looks very old to be in the main event at WrestleMania. He's got a grizzled salt and pepper look. Yeah. Which, when he came back, looked spectacular. Yeah. And as time had gone on, he got more tired on the road. <laughs> and he just looked a
1: little bit A little bit haggard. A little bit and haggard. His eye- eyeballs are always gone for... It's, his eyeballs are always trying to escape. Yeah. Always he trying got to... got a bit gaunt. you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, a, yeah. A
0: little bit like, sort of, if someone said, this is Russell Brand's uncle... And you sort of go, he lives in a tent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meth.
1: He looks like a man. He (laughs) he does look methy. He does look crispy meth hair. (laughs) And
0: so what Vince McMahon did was he went, well, I'm just going to have an insurance policy. And that insurance policy will be Daniel Bryan. Although, I know, you know, I know the fans love Daniel Bryan, mm. but I do not know why. <laughs> I, yes. That's Vince McMahon's sort of thing is he just goes, I'll put Daniel Bryan in there. They love him. Yeah. I
1: can't see what they see in him. So I don't really know how to pitch this. I'll no, just put him in there. They do. And
0: the problem with this, really, for, for Daniel Bryan going in, was Bryan had, had been sort of almost having a scaled back run mm. in the previous months. It seemed like he was thinking about sort of working backstage. He was mentoring other superstars Mm. and it looked like he might be phasing himself out. So suddenly they're like, actually, we want you to be in the main event of WrestleMania. It came a bit out of nowhere. It was out of the blue. It's a really weird one, Mm. this main event. And I I don't know... I did not enjoy it. I I, enjoyed the match itself. It's a good match. I mean, there there are three guys who, um, you know, they, they have... With Roman Reigns, this is the first WrestleMania where is getting the response that he's supposed to get, mm. and the changing into a heel has made him into a proper superstar. He doesn't have any doubt. The crowd aren't are, are, you know split as to whether he's any good. There is no booing because people don't like him. Mm. There is booing now because he's the bad guy, and it's a change that if they'd have done three years ago, I think people would be you know would would have been happy then. It's finally come. People have been waiting for this heel turn. And he comes and he does seem like the biggest star in the world. Yeah, Um, That is great. The problem is he's going up against two guys who in the previous uh, years have both retired. (laughs) And then they've come back. Um, The amazing thing about Edge, I think this was 10 years to the day that he had retired. This WrestleMania took place. That is... Astonishing, mm. um, but you've also got Daniel Bryan had retired three years before with a with a head injury. So you, there's something about can they make new stars? They've made Roman Reigns, but who else can they put? Who else could have been in that main event from this card? Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, everyone who was in this match had already wrestled twice before. In a uh, uh, no once before in a triple threat match at WrestleMania, mm. so Daniel Bryan had won his uh, big title uh, win at WrestleMania 30 against Triple H and Batista. Edge had lost his at WrestleMania 25 against John Cena in the Big Show, and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 31 he'd had a match with Brock Lesnar, which became a triple threat when Seth Rollins cashed in his money in the bank, and yeah. he and he then uh, lost uh, that that match. Um, this a whole uh, setup had very much followed the original um, Brian, Daniel Bryan uh, uh, build. So um, it didn't feel that fresh and it felt
1: like Brian was a late addition, which was a bit strange. Um, In in the way they set up the match as well, the VTs, like he's obviously the last one there and it's like, And then this. yeah. They'd
0: previously done it back in uh, WrestleMania 30 where Batista had won the Royal Rumble that everyone wanted Daniel Bryan uh, to win. Although I think he wasn't even in it, if I remember. (laughs) And then he had been added to the match. Well, they did something similar where uh, Edge had won the uh, Rumble although a lot of people had wanted Daniel Bryan to go to WrestleMania to to, to meet Roman Reigns. In the end, they had uh, Bryan lose to Roman Reigns on the way to WrestleMania. But then they put him back in. Mm. So there's a mirroring of his original uh, classic run, but sort of one out of desperation rather than one that was an organic thing that the fans had demanded, which made that so exciting. The yeah. Will they, won't they? And on this one, there wasn't the same sense of, oh my God, you know, this is happening this was just a sense of going okay so they're doing that are they it was a, a bit of a strange sort of feel mm. um reigns has spent the last six years as the company's top star um, this is his fifth wrestlemania main event uh, i think in a row mm. that is uh, no one else has come close i yeah. mean that is just remarkable um this is actually the first time as well that he's come into a WrestleMania as the world champion and not challenging for the belt, mm. which tells you a little bit about the staleness at the top of the card there. Oof, terrible. Um, this is also his first WrestleMania match as a heel. And the very fact that he comes in as the champion on that, you can tell that something's shifted and things are going much better.
1: Um, <laughs> it is really good. Um, his voice has got lore in this one. Like, he somehow has his rumbling voice range. He does. But, but he always had, but he's kind of gone down a decibel. Now he's a baddie. He is. Weirdly, he's had new teeth as well. And he's right.
0: got very big new teeth put in, and they're very, very <laughs> bright. And in a weird way, if he'd done that as a fan favourite, you'd be like, you fucking clueless tit. <laughs> as a bad guy, having new teeth, yeah. you're just like, that is great. That is really <laughs> fits the gimmick. That's exactly what someone I don't like would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Edge comes out dressed in all white as the sort of, you know, if you like the super baby face. He looks a bit like uh, Big Enzo Amore, um, if you remember Enzo. <laughs> yes, um, He is very, very over. Um, but mm. he does have those strange red pouches under his eyes. Mm. This sort of, looks a. a- Bit about Haggard um, and we Brian should, is
1: popular. We we should point out that uh, Edge is not on meth. Well, we we should point out we don't know whether <laughs> Edge is on meth or not. I I, I thought I about that. I was like, do we need to do that? Because like, if you said any other drug, but meth's just funny, isn't it? Yeah, meth's a bit of a. You think a you jog- know meth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Imagine yeah. meth came back in a big way in the podcast world. In <laughs> men in their forties, just taking meth to get through another podcast record.
0: If I have to listen to only some of the podcasts I've heard recently, I've <laughs> met, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I sort of set it up wrong, but yeah, you yeah, can see you where I was I mean. going for yeah, yeah. Um, um. Imagine that was funny.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> uh, out comes Roman Reigns with his terrible CGI uh, AI thing. Yeah, the, thi- the doesn't thing, really work.
1: yeah, the AI stuff. I, I, I think someone listening must be in the business of motion graphics. Now, mm. I think why a lot of it looks bad is that the pixel count that the images are being rendered on, yeah, are smaller than 4K, which is presumably what it's been filmed at, or 8K, or whatever it's been filmed at, right? So you get these sort of animated, I think in video games you call them jaggies. So the corner of them are quite jaggy, and they look like video game graphics, and they don't need to be, because we've got the technology to render this better. Even, like, bearing in mind, we're only ever going to watch this live or, you know, on the network afterwards. Give us, like, a high-def quality version that comes in after the event Yeah, if you really need this high processing power and make it look better than it did on the night. When they do, like, advertising on football, Mm. that looks better than this. (laughs) It looks (laughs) a lot better. What do you mean, as in, like, uh, like scoreboards and all that stuff? Yeah, because it's rendering it at a higher... It's not always kind of stuck in the... So it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't where the camera movement is. But yeah, it looks better because it's rendered at higher definition than the actual it uh, images. But it does But it looks poor because it just looks like a video game. And, yeah. and you know, this is, this is real life, baby. Exactly. They got a,
0: a big AI. And <laughs> it, he's, he's got his t-shirt on that says "Head of the Table." <laughs> I am obsessed with that being a thing that gets over. What do you mean? As in. Oh, I'm the head of the table. And you're like, oh, well, so, you sit at the fucking head of the table. <laughs> well, the table? Well, well, they're dominating your fucking kids table yeah. seating arrangements. Daddy sits at the head of the table. <laughs> well, oh, that fucking, that how you get your kicks. You go, the head of the table's the best part. I sit here, fuck you. There was something Cody Rhodes said uh, about, I, 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 I can't even remember what it was. It was the first sort of chink in the armour where you just went, is Cody oh. Rhodes a massive prick where <laughs> there was something where you sort of this sitting is daddy at the table, sauce but he'd written daddy eats first
1: oh daddy eats first <laughs> daddy eats first it's a sort and of thing like-, of, a, a, like a film where a, like a man is like like just grabbing men and like uh, in in a shed like you've been caught in a shed in some hicksville usa town <laughs> yeah. and some guy in a gimp mask comes out and goes daddy yeah. eats first yeah it's really sexually aggressive it is and also
0: that thing about daddy it's just like what could be better than like really imposing your will on a fucking family that love you daddy Daddy does this daddy does that daddy's number one daddy eats first is this something that
1: dads say ironically yeah daddy 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 eats first first. that's funny uh,
0: you know daddy takes the first potato (laughs)
1: why the take your fucking potato shove it up your
0: ass (laughs) Just really weird and that head of the table I'm the head of the table look sit where you fucking like mate you know don't, don't get your knickers in the fucking twist range you big, big knob <laughs> just amazing um, heyman is great here as well paul heyman out he comes he's the perfect accessory <laughs> for a bad guy because what he sort of represents is he represents a manager someone who is swindling the contract yeah. so that i mean I, I love managers in wrestling because what they they have is that real world feel of the boxing manager you know mm. the sports agent yeah all those people who come out and are sort of stopping you getting to what the star yeah, yeah, so yeah. the star doesn't have to talk to the interviewers because his agent is in the way I love Heyman's role in this I think mm-hmm. it really really works a great accessory um, it's silent at various points during this match uh, no bigger than when Michael Cole is running down and he just goes it's a big fight feel he says, don't tell us that because, it's the main because event, mate. That, that's what A, the journalists will say or people will feel. Yeah. You don't need the commentators saying uh, it's a big fight feel. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's the main event, mate. We like- all agree this is the best match ever. <laughs> what, what is this coming from? Um, <laughs> if you write anything
1: else, you're lying to your people.
0: <laughs> it's a no DQ match as well. So Jey Uso begins uh, super kicking everyone. Mm. Uh, again, you know, <sighs> no DQ. Uh, you, why don't you just bring 50 people with you? and just go guys just really you know pummel the shit out of edge and Roman Reigns start pin a him. fire yeah start No bring, DQ. bring a gun. Your gun daddy will shoot you unless, you, unless daddy pins you <laughs> so lie on the floor and lie on the floor and don't move. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've won WrestleMania. <laughs> Daddy's won WrestleMania. Um, Daddy's belt. There is a point where the crowd, and I don't think it's because this, this is a good match. Yeah. you know, it's, everyone works really, really hard. And the good thing about a triple threat, while they can seem a bit choreographed, it just means there's no break in the action. I and like they are yeah. just taking over and boom, 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 boom. boom. I like
1: the um, submissions and stereo uh, thing.
0: Where they're Great, <laughs> like, and then they doing could, his crossface. Yeah. and then uh, as Roman Reigns is about to tap. There's a good bit he puts a um, a a like a, a chair a, leg, a chair leg yeah. in, his, in his mouth, in Roman Reigns' mouth. And there's a bit where Roman Reigns, who doesn't act very often, so it's quite nice to see him do it, he looks just like a zippy from Rainbow. His, <laughs> his mouth's <laughs> going, arr, arr. Not my new teeth. <laughs> oh, Roman, you can tap uh, That was George. It was very difficult to
1: work <laughs> out. <laughs> ah,
0: ah, <tapping laughs> um, and in comes Brian, grabs Roman Reigns' hand he's about to tap out, yeah. and then puts his yes lock on. And it's a great visual, exactly what you want. And that nice thing of oh, Edge was about to win. Now Brian saved the day, yeah. and yet neither sort of, of them can up, now win because yeah. he's
1: got no arms left. And and but then they but then they can't resist fighting each other, yeah. Edge and Brian, which is good. I was like, oh, you can't resist being you naughty. Can't resist it.
0: Um, <laughs> odd to see Edge doing that crippler crossface as well. Considering last year at WrestleMania, they had that bit with Randy Orton where he sort of hung himself with a weight belt.
1: But That's right. Yeah, it's a
0: strange thing where. Uh, Annually, sneaking back Edge in, Edge is yeah. sort of giving you reminders. Flying headbutt. you know, yeah, exactly that. Sort of, you know, I've got like Wolverine uh, scrapes on my on my tights. <laughs> There's something about it. I sort of go. It's happened twice now. Yeah, you think they're trying to reclaim it a when little as bit. As a headmaster, I would go to Edge and I just go. Look, once I could understand that yeah. it was a mistake. This is looking a bit like a pattern. <laughs> okay, so I just want to, I want you to tell me. Yeah, I, I don't want you to lie. Yeah, I want you to tell me. Are you? paying tribute to Chris Benoit in your WrestleMania (laughs) matches. Okay? I won't be angry, I just need to
1: know. I I don't want to know about your meth problem. (laughs) 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 Edge does not have a meth problem. You've got to agree, it's weird. It's just weird. Do we need to go over what he did again?
0: (laughs) Because we went over it a lot, didn't we? And it wasn't fun then. No, it's not fun now. The passage of time doesn't make it more acceptable. No. And hinting at it, hinting at it, that's corrosive. (laughs) Isn't it? It's corrosive. Let's go edgy. There is another big triple threat match that happens at WrestleMania, which we purposely didn't mention during this one. And that, of course, is uh, Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, and Chris Benoit. I see. Regarded as being one of the best triple threat matches, certainly probably the best triple threat um, main event WrestleMania match. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Cannot talk about it. It is weird when you do that in a triple threat main event of WrestleMania, you pay a little bit of tribute to the man who did that. that. Let's stop doing that. Let's let's
1: (laughs) Let's Let's put that away.
0: Um, uh, Really good. Uh, The basic end bit is there's a concerto on uh, Daniel Bryan by Mm. Edge and then Jey Uso interferes, which again, WrestleMania main event. Don't need people interfering in the main event. And Roman Reigns does a concerto. Um, the so, on, a concetto, on
1: edge. so a concetto is... Chair underneath the head, chair on top of the head. It used to yeah. be an Edge and Christian sort of speciality. Oh, back oh, in the see, days right.
0: before concussions, they would just get a chair <laughs> and, and then, whack it then, on either side. Yeah. yeah, Bang, like that. Yeah. And now they do it where they go, uh, lay your head in the chair, daddy yeah. in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> and, <Daddy. laughs> and it goes clang, and yeah. you go, that, that's safe. That's a yeah. safe way of doing it now.
1: Um, Daddy's class action. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Range drags uh, Edge <laughs> over and then lies on top of both of them for the three count. A great sort of you make Roman Reigns look incredibly dominant. Mm. That you've got the two top contenders and he hasn't just like beaten one of them. He has beaten both of them. There is no point in them coming back for any more individually. This is over. Um, He then, at the end, is trash-talking them, which is absolutely the correct thing to do, that you don't just stand there going silent. You just go, I'm a bad guy, and I'm going to play it to the hilt. Mm. And what do bad guys do? They go over their defeated opponents, and they go, you didn't have it. Mm. You aren't the head of the table. You get the last potato. (laughs) You get the cold peas. You get no daddy sauce, no HP sauce, no tartar sauce, no vinegar.
1: No sauces at all. No no sauces. You have
0: dry... Fish fingers. <laughs> um, you don't. You don't get vinegar. You don't even get salt.
1: No. Good. I like that. Can I have a gherkin? Of course you can't.
0: <laughs> the only person in this house who has allowed gherkins is Daddy. <laughs> the. The thing I would say about this is the pinfall is clearly Edge's pinfall yeah, because he's been put on top of Daniel yeah. O'Brien.
1: Yeah, so that, that's how it that's how it should work. If he wanted to pin
0: both of them, they need to be side by side, yeah. both with their shoulders on the mat, and then he lies over them yeah. like a weird sort of... I mean, that would look weird. It's too broad. <laughs> like, like a Superman broad. over it's, the top of it, yeah. yeah. When tag teams have that thing where they're dominant mm. and they pin their opponent, the second, the foot, there'll be a garden on floor. Mm. One tag team partner will do the pin and the mm. other one presses down with his hands. That guy pressing down with his hands is not getting the pin for him. No. It's the middle one. Yeah.
1: You, the lucky Pierre.
0: <laughs> the lucky Pierre. Yeah. The lucky Pierre in the daddy boy sandwich. <laughs> so at the bottom, bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> middle, lucky Pierre. Top, <laughs> daddy. Daddy. Now, Daddy has found himself worryingly impotent in the boy sandwich <laughs> yeah. because Daddy is doing a a a a move. Daddy's getting nice. pressed down, yeah. on the lucky Pierre, which does not apply exactly. It does not apply. So Edge won this bad booking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edge pinned Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns was nothing to do with it. He was no. just touching him and while he did. Now he's trash
1: talking and he's, not, he's won nothing in my eyes. Nothing. I would have loved this <laughs> if
0: they'd have done that, and then it was terrible fucking booking. And Edge had gone, I done the pin. And then Roman (laughs) Reigns had gone, what? Oh, damn. Oh, damn, no. And then they'd given the belt back, and it would be great. Um, Within six months of this, of course, Daniel Bryan will be no more. He will be Mm. Brian Danielson and he will be in AEW and he will be uh, uh, just, you know, tremendously tearing the place up.
1: I do know. If he's not allowed to use Daniel Bryan, I still don't know why Daniel Bryan... Sorry. Daddy O'Brien. Brian Danielson. I don't know why that's allowed. There is. Because that is...
0: It's a bit bulk bargain, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But his original name before he went to WWE was was, Daniel Bryan. Right. Which is his real name. Silly. Uh, Sorry, Brian Danielson. It's so difficult to get right. (laughs) Brian Danielson. So when he goes to WWE, they fuck about with it, so called him him Daniel right, Bryan okay, okay. so he is now back under his real name and uh, you know he is so brilliant to watch <laughs> I mean his match against Minoru Suzuki which you can see on YouTube <laughs> it was on a AEW uh, dark I think it was I mean just the guy has made the entirely the right decision to leave a company that would have treated him incredibly well but to say I've only got a limited number of flight hours left I've only got a few air miles left in the tank yep. let us let me just go out there And do everything I want to do. Let me wrestle all the people I've never wrestled. The Mm. fact he's doing that, that guy loves wrestling more than you do. That guy loves wrestling more than I do. He just lives for it and it's so good to see him just not not have that end of a career where you go, I could have done that. He's gone out there and he's done it and it's working at a level that I,
1: you know, is almost unbelievable how great it is. Mark will he know when to stop. Because part of wrestling is never... (laughs) Because that's part of wrestling, isn't it? Never knowing when to stop even ruining Bella.
0: Even Nikki Bella has said, I can never return to the ring because uh, on the last thing, I've just fucked up my neck entirely. Even if Nikki Bella comes to the end of the road through strenuous wrestling, what chance does Daniel fucking Bryan have? (laughs) You know, Bryan Daniels. (laughs) That's going to be really difficult. That's going to annoy me. I'm never going to get that right now. (laughs) Um, So it does seem amazing to me, though, as a a long-term fan that... You can have someone who is in the main event of WrestleMania and who that same calendar year, before we even get to Survivor Series, has gone somewhere else, AEW, mm. and is on a main event level. And just the... Uh, uh, you know, WWE did fight very hard to keep Daniel Bryan. They fought very hard insofar as Vince Mann even said... We will try and have a relationship with New Japan Wrestling so you can go and do this G1 tournament you keep on fucking going on about. <laughs> we will try and make that a business arrangement so that we can keep you. Mm. They work really hard. And the fact that someone at the top flight has just gone, do you know what? It's not really about this anymore. Yeah. It's about wrestling. Mm. A need to go and wrestle. That is a thrilling, thrilling development for anyone mm. who loves it. And, it really is, is. and it's
1: a strong message to um, you know the, the world, that, that where yeah. where
0: the action's at. Absolutely. It's a strong message to anyone in WWE as well who is like, I remember when this was a lot more fun. Mm. And it should be It should be a huge, huge warning to Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon should be looking at this and going, why are they leaving? Mm. And if they're leaving for those reasons, they need to look seriously into how they can stop people going. And you stop people going by going, we need to change the product. This product, the weirdest thing about it is the wrestlers don't seem to enjoy it. A lot of the fans don't really like it week to week mm. and the figures are going down and down and down. So it just seems incredible that no one's gone we need to change this. <laughs> because they've got TV revenues they're just like well that's safe it's guaranteed money you know, we can do anything. Mm. I do worry that they're driving into the floor and thank God that AEW are there because AEW as a wrestling fan, me, I want to see wrestling. Mm. I don't want to see a you know, five-week thing about Baron Corbin losing a hat in a casino. I want to <laughs> I see kind of want to say people that. wrestling. Mark, it was on. a bad example. <laughs> that is a bad example. Oh, Sounds brilliant. Well, look, that is it. That is it. Um, I hear there's not going to be a WrestleMania next year because um, yeah. WrestleMania stopped. Yeah. So they're like, well, what's Isn't the fucking what, point?
1: The point? Yeah, it's just a guaranteed TV money. lot will be like, well, who's going to be talking about this exactly. in, a, in a thoughtful way? Well, we are. Because no, we're going to we come
0: back, we're going to come back <laughs> to do a WrestleManias, and we're going to keep doing that until one or both of us die. <laughs> so um, next year, I mean, it will be fantastic that we go out yeah. there next year. There, I yeah. think, you know, we're going to try and and do that. And we're, you know, in the meantime, we're just going to keep you fucking amused we've been here now for
1: three years pete yeah when you started you knew nothing about wrestling no and and to be honest watching so much wrestling has made me realize that i know even less yeah <laughs> but, I, but mean, I do know some of their names now the best thing about this
0: is i think you genuinely love wrestling now
1: i do genuinely love wrestling and i my twitter algorithm is just wrestling stuff <laughs> uh people in my life who loved wrestling right throughout their teenage years I now have something to talk about them talk to them That's about good, it? um good. and it opened, it's opened a lot of doors for me personally I think. Yeah. Um I I notice that sort of look that my partner gives me when I mention the junkyard dog. <laughs> uh and as as you know a bit of love has fallen away there yeah. but it's been replaced by by the warm bosom of uh, of wrestling and yeah. uh, I, I've really really enjoyed these um, three years we've been yeah, doing this yeah. Um, and it, you know more than anything else Mark it's, it's, it's given me a chance to hang out with you yeah, I know day, that's been the nicest helpful.
0: thing that has you know we, when we started this we were like oh, we don't see each other very often and I think when we started this, it was more of a sort of like, well, we'll see how it goes mm. and everything. And yeah, it's been it's been great for me. You know, it, it's it's really rekindled my love of wrestling. And mm. the reason for that is I never talked about wrestling before. I never talked. I had no one to talk about with it, and mm. I wouldn't even think about doing it. Mm. The number of people that I know throughout the years who have come up with me and said, "I had no idea you loved wrestling. Mm. I love wrestling." Yeah, everyone from like. Just people I used to work with at Radio Four who were like, I had no idea. And then they want to talk to you about it. And they're just like, you know, to to people I've known, you know, for years who have just come out and said it. The thing for me has been just meeting, having a big community of people who feel the same way about wrestling as I do. And just, you know, getting to talk to people on a regular basis about how great wrestling is Mm. has been such a thrill. The people that we've met through doing this as well, the people who listen regularly, come to the live shows, who we hear from, you know, on social media and everything nice such a fucking nice load Mm. of people i don't think there's a single dickhead that we've dealt with in the entire time of doing this no everyone is so delightful and it's just been i mean it's really hard to think of anything that could have been a more positive and brilliant experience you know when we first started i remember being really nervous about saying i love wrestling coming to the end of this i can just say you know absolutely hand on heart i love it more than ever i love the people who you know love it like we do and it's just the best thing I think I've ever done. Mm. This, you know, I'm so proud of WrestleMania. I'm proud of all of it. Um, you know the content might be a you know load of old shit. <laughs> the the con- you know, the, the the opinions might be absolutely way off and everything. But everything about it has been fucking brilliant. Oh and, Mark, uh, it's been a delight. And you know, you have been the best person. You're such, such a fucking delight. I can see you touching your edit button. <laughs> I'm not
1: see sorry, you touching I've your edit button. I've torn a bit of a coffee cup off and I'm sort of tearing up because I'm nervous about emotions.
0: Oh Peter, pops. well look, hey, uh, we often I often end the show by saying hello everyone. You know, uh, goodbye. I don't mm. say hello everyone. That's entirely wrong. <laughs> um, but we just go love you. Hey Peter. I love you man it's been such a fucking great trip I love you too man. it's been so fun to do intensely and, and look it's not going to end it's not we, going to end we got more to do we are going we to be doing it over at the do. Patreon because
1: you thought you thought this was all ending because yeah. you know we yeah, no uh, well as far as I'm concerned it's fucking ending because, <laughs> because they're capitalist scum <laughs> that's what it is look the simple reason is We've come to the end of this journey. Yeah. We've done three years of wrestling. It would take you, I think, over 10 days to listen to everything that we've put up there. Jesus, really? Yeah. Good God, yeah, when you put that back into perspective. Back. It really does. That's amazing. That is a lot um, of things. That's a body of work I'm proud of. It
0: is, but you know what? It's quite nice to just cap it off. Because mm. it's. we set out to do all the WrestleManias and we've done them. We've done them. You yeah. know it. And
1: we didn't scrimp. We didn't sort of rush over, oh, we'll do WrestleMania 12 and 13 together. <laughs> we'll do uh, three episodes on George's Animal State. We, we The shows got longer yeah. because the shows got longer. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't tit about. But,
0: you know, I think, you know, the worst thing would be to carry on on that thing when people go, oh, yeah, I mean, it's totally gone away from what it used to be. So we finished it. Yeah, it's We it. finished everything
1: we were planning on doing. Unlike other people in the podcast world, we know when to get out. <laughs> we, we, we've done it now. What's that, Dad? You've written another book about horny <laughs> women? Um... So we are going to be moving over to uh, Patreon, solely. We're, we're going to be. They think they're Antifa, but <laughs> actually, they're like fucking capitalists. <laughs> capitalists. <Come on>, <laughs> uh, we are going to be moving over to Patreon. Um, yeah. the, the RSS side of things, uh, advertisers. Uh, most of our listeners are over on Patreon. Anyway, if you've never indulged, if you've never heard us do any like WCW, any kind of WrestleMemes stuff over there, yes. uh, you get the full picture. Uh, we are going to be continuing. You will be hearing. Uh, A short announcement uh, on this RSS feed letting you know precisely where we're going to be, precisely what we're going to be doing, and there's some really, really really exciting stuff uh, that we've half-talked yeah about I, we, we should say as well
0: it's not fucking reinventing
1: the wheel it's, no it's, it's
0: wrestling it's more of the Steering. same wrestling. but I think it's something you'll actually go oh, I'm glad they're doing that yeah. that's good you yeah. know um, it, it's it, yeah you know it, look if you're a huge fan of uh, the USWA during Jerry Lawler's run of 1990 and want to hear that picked apart in great detail <laughs> have we got an announcement for you no that, that's, that's a that's, lot that's, that's a, a big lot. line lot. Uh, look so that is it for the very uh, last time <laughs> yeah here over on Main Until like next April When we probably Chuck something back <laughs> uh, I, I've been Mark Haynes That, that guy's Peter Donaldson uh, And this This is Wrestle WrestleMe, Mark WrestleMe, Me <laughs> Pete
1: For Me is a Stack Production and part of the ACAST Creator Network.